0: Do you like that, like big microphone there? Do you feel like you're like a '70s DJ or something? Hey. <laughs> Why do I like this better than the headset? I think you. I think it's like a DJ thing.
1: You know what it is? I think I like to hide behind it. I'm going to ask you something. Sure. <laughs> I get this. The criticism. Me and Teddy Roosevelt. The criticisms I like getting criticisms about the show that are like really. Um, Superficial, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean, like, hey, it's not cool that the mic's blocking your face. Perfect. If that's your issue with the show, let's keep that one going, and not make <laughs> it anything right. more significant <laughs> than that. <clears throat> um, I guess the, um, your doctor? I'm a doctor. And I guess the other people who normally sit in these seats are afraid of you, so they're not. They don't want to come out? No. I don't do, bite. Do you spontaneously
0: diagnose? <laughs> Only fast. <laughs> which is at every cocktail party. <laughs> really? No, that happens a lot. Yeah, I bet. I, I'm used to it. I'm used to it. It's what I do.
1: And what kind of doctor are you?
0: I do orthopedic surgery. And what is orthopedic? Orthopedic actually means to straighten the child, which is where it came from back in the Greek days. But orthopedic is trauma, sports medicine, uh, spine, um, I do a lot of sports and joint replacements.
1: Yeah, when I think of orthopedic, I guess I should look the word up. I think of joint.
0: Uh, It can relate to joints, yeah. Different, any joint in the body that we, you know, there are specialists that take care of any joint in the body. And And I I do shoulders, knees, hips.
1: And what, what, straight in the child, meaning like scoliosis?
0: Yeah, that was the original back in the Greek days where they, the, 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 Diagram of the emblem shows a tree being straightened, and and that's what they from scoliosis. That was the original.
1: Huh. Yeah. Have you straightened any spines? Do you do scoliosis? Uh, as a resident,
0: yeah, I don't do scoliosis. As a resident, I was I was in on uh, some of these cases where we you know would straighten out a curve of the back, big cases. Do you know Matt Bischel?
1: Hi, Matt. Hi. How yes.
0: Yes, we've met. Yes, we've met
1: here today or before.
2: I think. Have maybe maybe in passing at the games. There's a lot of people I meet at the games. So but he I... was he was suspect of me before coming on to the show.
0: I was I was he just had, investigating. He had to
2: do a little G two and ask Dable if I was legit. I did say legit. I think I think <laughs> the jury's still out. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Savannah I got this for you. Thank you.
1: Oh, oh.
0: are those headphones? That's what <laughs> I thought. No, these are headphones. Oh, I was going to bring a toothbrush for you too. Thank
1: you. I don't actually. This isn't. Um, I. I don't actually. Oh, oh.
0: <laughs> floss
2: connoisseur.
1: It's not.
0: I'm. Do you I mean, floss a lot? Uh, I I guess my my dental hygienist <laughs> says don't. I should you probably do, do more, but you don't. So you don't <laughs> but floss I do. One. I <laughs> do. I love the Glide. Yeah. I love the Glide.
1: <laughs> you're at that age. I mean, how old are you? Fifty. Yeah, so you're at that age where you should be flossing a lot. What does that mean? Meaning like. I used to never floss, and now, like, my teeth are in, like, and they've moved around, I guess, in a way that, like, food gets caught in them. Oh.
0: Yeah,
1: Yours haven't? No. I, I, have a I, lot
2: of, I have a lot of gaps in my teeth.
0: I go for pureed
1: food, so it really doesn't. <laughs> oh. I'm at that age. <laughs> right. Did you ever have braces when you were younger? No. Huh. Did you? No. no. I was lucky. Me neither. I was lucky. I had a retainer. I never wore it. My mom spent thousands of dollars. I, th- I had four or five retainers. I would lose them. Lose and, them. Yeah. Yep. Um, Matt, what you missed is this is Dr. Sean Rockett. Mm-hmm. He's an orthopedic <laughs> surgeon. Orthopedic, okay. Orthopedic. I asked what the definition of orthopedic is. I'm still not exactly sure, but he said it means to straighten the child's back.
0: Okay. Kind of like Ortho, uh, straight. like Forrest Gump? Well, those are knee braces. Okay. But... Um... Back
2: as crooked as a question mark. <laughs> I remember when I was did in you, elementary.
1: I, was, yeah. I remember being in elementary school and they would pull me out of class. They would pull all the kids out of class and they
0: check your spine. They check your eyes. They check your spine. Sure. Do they yeah. still do that? Uh, I believe they do in elementary. I think. I don't know. I want
2: to say it was junior high for me. It was scoliosis. That's what they would check for. Scoliosis check. Yeah. Scoliosis. Maybe it's a California thing. Do you have scoliosis? I don't, but there was a girl I had a crush on at the time uh, had it. She was like one of the ones that got chosen.
0: I ch- <laughs> the chosen one.:
1: Let's not turn this into a biblical
0: okay. podcast. <laughs> but orthopedics, any joint: knee, shoulder, foot, ankle, hand, wrist, elbow. Why are you those. a doctor?: um, I so I liked helping helping people and made that decision gradually throughout you know, growing up.
1: What are what are the symptoms of helping people? The early the early signs,
0: early correlation. Um, I guess it was sort of doing something different than business. Like it was almost exclusionary. My parents were both doctors, and everybody growing up was like, "Oh, you you know." They assumed I would be a doctor, but I you know I worked in a law firm. I worked as an accountant's assistant, and sort of saw a lot of different things, and uh, and I just thought it was it was enjoyable i enjoy it you know having people appreciate what you do for them you know having them helping people making them better it's, it's it was nice
1: if you had to divide being a doctor up into two categories why you did it one side is like societal pressure that's what smart cool people do and one that's what you wanted and the other half what
0: you wanted to do what would you say it is 50 50 or 90 no, no. 10 or no I i was and my parents said, they said, don't go into it if you don't want to go into it because times are changing. And, yeah. You know, this was back with HIV was, was coming out and surgery was scary and, um, and you know, but I, I really just sort of was drawn towards it. I, it was almost a, a, an exclusionary thing.
1: Um, we had another doctor in here, Dr. Bob Spears. Yeah,
0: yeah, I saw those.
1: I want to say that he had doctors in his family and I want to say, his dad said, "Don't do it." And yeah, he, he did. Yeah. It. yeah, he was saying yeah.
0: that.
1: And, but he was also saying that he went into anesthesiology, which he loves. Mm-hmm. And and we hang out with him regularly, and I think he really does love it. I don't yeah. think it's lip service. Yeah, yeah. No, he I'd seems agree. like he enjoys it. So you, you becoming a doctor is not easy. It's
0: tough. It's a, it's a long haul. A lot of it is, uh, you know, we, I, I, I tell people it's just delayed gratification where you're in your 30s and still a a resident and your friends are sort of doing things that you might want to do and you're still working you know well this was back before the work hours but I was you know 120 hours in the hospital per week and wow yeah so it was was a lot of work
1: so it's a long haul because you're working a lot you're not receiving the payment you're not receiving the accolades you're you're not in charge you're just you're in the in the funnel
0: yeah the resident resident <clears throat> life is a uh, it's a tough life it's gotten better you know since since when i was a resident We've, they've cut down the number of of hours per week that you does work. that mean the doctors are shittier now
1: i feel like that <laughs> about i feel well, that way about the military more, yeah. you know what i mean they're like oh we don't haze and we don't do this and we don't do that and there's like all these things they don't do anymore and i'm like oh they've turned into pussies
0: <laughs> yeah you know i want always- to uh, don't I, I, we need to beat our doctor's I always I always, to... I always say, well, back in my day. You know, yeah. that, That's my line. Well, back in my day. But um, I, think there's a, I think there's a happy medium, and I think we're achieving that. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, you get, you get responsibility when no one else is around uh, as a resident. Yeah, uh, I want to so... say my, uh, my
2: soon-to-be brother-in-law is applying for residency. Mm-hmm. And one of the places they applied to was Stanford. Mm-hmm. And I believe he was given three weeks vacation annually, mm-hmm. and then some sort of, you know, annual, like, move. Of... Yeah, it was like 40, 50 grand. I was like, for residency? That sounds pretty cool. I mean, I have no idea what the demand of him outside of that, but. Yeah.
1: Your, your, your brother-in-law, by the way, like, um, soon to be. Of all the people that I know, like, this much, like, just a tiny bit, <clears throat> he's the coolest person of them all.
2: Yeah, he's great. What's, I don't know him
1: a lot, so if I knew him a lot, maybe he'd fuck up because there's other people I've known like this much before, and I'm like, damn, they're the coolest person ever, and I get to know him this much, I'm like, douche. Yeah, <laughs> but of all the people I kind of know a little bit, he's fucking amazing. What's, yeah. he,
0: what's he going into?
1: He wants to do um, John G., uh, right? Yeah, John G. Uh, Pat Barber's brother.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. His little okay. brother. Um, I believe it's something to do with um, pediatrics. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the area that he was most interest, interested in last he'd be made for that oh yeah dude he's yeah, i he's, bet the kids love him he's just he's so he's cool so comfortable around everyone yeah. and like he just puts everybody at ease Oh
1: nice. i hey, hope he goes to stanford pediatrics show. means child thank you i have kids <laughs> so i know that one i was kicking around a few terms in my head and i'm like god I hope that's right child with stra- <laughs> that's a, it's actually child with straight spine
0: <laughs> can you like, like pediatric orthopedic you can there are pediatric orthopedics okay. yeah with deal just with children
1: um my son broke his elbow a couple months ago okay. and there wasn't a pediatric orthopedist mm-hmm. in santa cruz county mm-hmm. and so, so a lot of people were suggesting i go up over the hill to see one was it a bad one or just uh, cast cast yeah, yeah cast, cast. Yeah, didn't, just... <laughs> didn't have to be realigned no Good. just threw a cast on it Every time he falls now, though, he's like, I didn't break my elbow. I'm
0: like, oh, cool. That's why I I tell my kids, you know, they'll come to me almost nightly with some scrape or bump or bruise. And I'm like, the doctor's not in right now, you know, (laughs) because I'm going to miss something. And, uh, Mm. you know, it turned out I did a little miss a little fracture on one of the kids. But, you know, rub some dirt on it. You'll be fine. fine. Get back in. How
1: do you (laughs) miss a fracture?
0: Well, so I don't have x-ray vision. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that, but, you I know, so now we'll, I do for sure. <laughs> so they'll come and the you know, the finger will be swollen. Their wrist will be swollen and it's a judgment. It's a, oh, it's a so clinical so It's assist. not like you looked at, uh, yeah, x-ray. I didn't look at oh, it. Yeah, okay. no, I didn't look okay. at it. You yeah. Know, we don't have an x-ray in my house. Okay. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm I, there without an x-ray and they say, what do you think? And I go, well, I, I should have been more this. in tune with
1: the story. I apologize. I was already getting ready to hang you. <laughs> One eight hundred, one eight hundred. Doc, go after yeah. Sean. Uh, we have Eric Maciel, um, relaxed with his elephant shirt on this morning. Hey, buddy. Um We have Doctor Sean Rocket, who I know from the CrossFit Games, um, not as a judge, not as an athlete, not as a vendor. Definitely not an athlete, but as a man of the cloth, the medical cloth, the red cloth, Ooh, the red cloth, the red, red shirt. Like um, and he's been doing that for how many years?
0: 2012 at the games, 2011 at the regionals,
1: 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, seven years, six years at the games, one year at the regionals. Do you do? Do you still do the regionals also? Yeah. So 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 seven years regionals, six years games. Mm -hmm. Which region? Northeast. Northeast. Oh yeah. I'm from Boston. Yeah. So I just saw you there at the last one. That's right. Yeah. Um, Home of Matt Fraser. Um. Was yeah. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, thank you. Gone. And the humble um, and always aware of the internet, Matt Bischel. Oh, you're talking about me. Is oh, Thank you. Is present. Um, always humble. I'm going a shirt. By the way, um, did you know that Matt embarked on a social experiment a couple weeks ago? I did not know this. Well, he did. And... <laughs> um, it was an internet social experiment. Okay. And he, 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 I think he got, um, you know, like when you're, you, and please step in and correct me if I'm wrong. He got a lot of feedback. I'll put it that way. He went to do one experiment and he got like, and he found something else out he didn't expect. You know what I mean? Really? It was like, without going into the details, because it's, this is a podcast kind of online about dating medicine. Or what Well,
2: I'm coming to you, my finger's swollen. You got to find the fracture. <laughs> yeah? and, then instead, <laughs> and then instead you
1: find out that he is, uh, has syphilis. It was like that. You know what I mean? It was like, holy shit. Your finger's not swollen. You have syphilis. That's what happened with the social cleaner. He, tr- he was like going for one thing and then something else showed up. It was like, oh shit. Whoa. So um, he, got the re- he got results from a social experiment, right. but it wasn't the results we were even expecting in the slightest. All right. Yeah. So I was just thinking of another social experiment last night um, uh. at 1220. What if you just started making videos? You were thinking about me at 1220? I was. I think you liked one of my Instagram pictures. S- I can tell you were awake social <laughs> social, um, experiment V2 with Matt Bischel and you should just you should always start holding your camera up here and I think you should talk to your to your camera and walk around and be like hey guys I'm at work nice to see you
2: you think I should do that? yeah this can... is a is straight story this isn't posting this straight is story.
1: story 20, 30 a day just walk around like this
2: like what? what like live? What, like a live? no like you said like Instagram story yeah uh, I noticed that's just
1: a popular yeah. angled Okay. On Instagram, okay. and and it would and it would be interesting to see if you can garner a few hundred thousand. Well, what would stop you from doing it? Because I think it's completely insane, and I just skip <laughs> past those
2: people. <laughs> just oh, so, so you're just like, just hey, walking. man, here's
1: this ledge. Why don't you jump off and see what happens? I mean, if you put on a hundred thousand <laughs> followers, I just want to see. Like, I think that I think there might be something. Yeah, I don't to really, that.
2: I don't really care. I didn't care about the followers. Okay,
1: well, I'm just here to... Just... I,
2: I, I like it, though, but I'm just... What if my arm gets tired?
1: <laughs> yeah, You're a yeah. strong man. You
2: have a drone
1: following you. Ooh. <laughs> expense that? Okay, I want to cross that off my list of things to suggest. No, it's a good idea. It was a good idea. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, we could just hire a big, tall guy, walk around with you. I like that. Uh, Mr. Rocket, <laughs> is, that your, is that your real last name, Sean Rocket? The Rocket, man. That's right? a killer last name.
0: Unbelievably cool. What are the origins of your last name? Oh, you you really want to go there? Yes, sir. All right. Ruppella, mm-hmm. back in Roman time. Is that
1: a fever? I think my son had that. Rubella. That's oh, Rubella. Well. okay. So Rupella <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: means little rock back in Caesar's army days. Okay. They expanded to uh, uh, Normandy as part of the Gaelic Gallic invasion. I like that. Expanded. Expanded, yeah went and they became uh la rochelle so little rock rupella became la rochelle the people from la rochelle in 1066 invaded ireland and england and they became rochette oh and then it got screwed up and became rocket um the
1: the great stefan roche do you know who stefan roche is yes yeah. Is, is there any is his name in there? Because his name looks like Rochett. It does look a like that. It's
0: R O C H E T T or something. Uh, I, th- I think he's like R O C H E T. I think I think there's one T. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, you I've guys never should get asked together him. and talk. Should you guys talk look to nothing him. alike, by the way. Like nothing. 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 I should talk to him. Um.
1: How did Doctor Sean Rocket's path cross with CrossFit?
0: Uh, so it started with Rhonda, took classes with Heather Bergeron at a local gym. Who's Rhonda? Uh, my wife. Sorry okay. about that. You're married.
1: Rhonda. Ronda, You're straight. Rhonda
0: Rocket. Wow. Now we know two things. He's straight and he's married. <laughs> Those are power names. straight Ronda Rhonda Rocket Gosh. and Sean Rocket. Yeah. So she, um, she was a swimmer in college and has always been competitive and always looking to be fit. And so she took these classes, this boot camp that Heather Bergeron... Ben Bergeron's wife was uh, teaching
1: CrossFit New England.
0: Well, no, this was before. This was pre CrossFit New England. Um, local gym, taking classes. Uh, one day we went up to uh, New Hampshire, and I tried to do this. Uh, it was at Mount Aditash near Mount Washington. Tried to do this jumpy, like trampoline thing where you put a harness on, you do flips. Mm. And I walk in there, and uh, there's a dude sitting there at the at the uh, chair and he goes step on the scale as he's smoking butts and eating his fried chicken and hanging out from all over the place and I get on and I was 203 and he goes nope can't do it (laughs) I was like I can't do the trampoline with my kids and he goes nope you're over 200 I was like and I you know I sort of sort of felt I wasn't feeling in my best shape you know I played football and baseball in college and and so uh so I was like, wow, geez. And then she, and Rhonda was there, and she's like, well, maybe you should come to do the boot camp with us. And so I did the, went to do some of the boot camp, and, this, and then Ben was coaching uh, on his own and a separate thing before CrossFit. Uh,
1: so, uh, oh, one second. So you were, you, were marri- you were already married to Rhonda. I was married to Rhonda. And you were 203 pounds. How, m- how much did you weigh when you met her? Uh, yeah, probably 185. So you put on 18 pounds. Mm-hmm. Did she ever say anything to you?
0: nah she's no I don't think she said anything <laughs> she didn't give you any
1: nicknames or
0: <laughs> <laughs> nothing that bad no. no but that was that was like everybody says what was the moment like that was one moment that okay. like stuck out okay um how old were your kids at the time uh, they were like you know four two three how many five. kids I got three kids and you were already a doctor I was a doctor at that point yeah. and she's she was she is a doctor also she's a doctor family medicine doctor
1: okay yeah. So one fat guy says to another fat guy, you're too fat to get on the trampoline. <laughs> smoky fat guy. I was like, wow. I, I, I
0: was like, I can't be with my kids right now. I don't
2: know if I'd call 200 pounds fat for your friend. You're pretty
0: tall. How tall are you? Uh, I am six six feet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Not fat.
0: Yeah. But I just felt soft. Felt okay. soft. Um,
1: what position did you play in college football?
0: Uh, I, was, I came at a quarterback. They brought in 10 quarterbacks and then switched to wide receiver.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's really cool.
0: Where did you play? Uh, I was at Harvard
1: holy shit this is getting impressive <laughs>
2: that's what, what's the name of the is the Harvard Yale game the longest running
0: the game the game yeah the, 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 the game yeah, the, the game the, the. the game the. not the the, the. game <laughs>
1: how excited were you when you got into Harvard what is that like that
0: was cool. that was good that was fun
1: that was you're a senior in high school you apply I applied,
0: and I got in and yeah
1: letter comes
0: letter came I was at a basketball tournament and uh the headmaster told my parents, but they didn't tell me. And then I got the letter the next day. Yeah. Did you cry? No, I didn't. Cry. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was a good day.
1: Yeah, like one of the greatest days of your life, besides like something that involves kids. It was a good day. Yeah. All right. oh, you've had a lot of good days. When you go, when you, I can tell you had a lot of good days. Okay, so okay, sorry. Back to the trampoline. <laughs> Okay, get back, back to the Get back <laughs> to fat Sean. Sorry. Soft. No, soft, soft. Enough, enough soft of this nostalgic shot. Harvard bullshit.
0: You went to Harvard Medical School? No, Harvard undergrad, uh, Tufts Medical. Tufts wow. Medical. Yeah.
1: Yep. You're the smartest person we've had in here. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> You're posturing as the smartest person we've Definitely had.
2: Definitely one of the more, most accomplished. I'll give you
1: that. Academically. Everybody, and everybody. seven games. A lot of people can't say we've yeah, done seven say. games. That's that's
0: one of my one of my one games of my have, highlights. How many games have you been to? Seven ish. Seven ish. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So then, so I started working out and uh, with Ben and did the high. It was a high intensity metabolic conditioning type workout, and we were running classes at six a.m., waking up early, and you know, you just noticed the the fun, the changes, all everything that everybody talks about at CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there is no way this thing isn't taking off. And because there was only two gyms at that point in, in Boston or in Massachusetts, and uh, and so then Ben started CrossFit New England. He he said uh, give me he asked a bunch of people for some startup money, and said I'll make you lifetime members if you give me some startup money.
1: No shit. Yeah. And
0: I said I've I don't want to give you startup money. I said I want to do this with you, <laughs> but <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> he's like oh I'm just going to do it on my own, and which was you know a great move by him. <laughs> and are you a lifetime member there? Yeah.
1: Holy cow. Yeah. You and your wife.
0: Yeah. So that was probably the best investment we ever made. How and many, how many lifetime members are there? I think there were, uh, I want to say uh, 13 to 15. Wow. Yeah. Oh. So it's a great business move, you know, that, that business, because we were not going to let that gym fail if we gave them, mm. and it wasn't a huge amount of money. It was a little bit of money. and uh, And so we were... Spreading the the gospel and the and the word and so because we didn't you know, we wanted to have a gym to go to. Cool. So we were telling everybody.
1: That is um some pretty good street Cred, right off the back. You open a gym and you got two doctors in who believe in it. Were there other doctors, physicians, who in the beginning were members of the gym?
0: Um a dentist. Um yeah, but that was us. They don't count. Um
1: I mean they count, but not for this conversation. <laughs> So when you, when you were in high school or when you were playing football at Harvard, did you do any of those movements? Did you do clean, snatch? Did you do any Olympic lifting? No, it was all bench, leg
0: presses, back squats. Did you row? Um, in college, did we row? I don't think, no. I don't think I did any row. Um, the Airdyne? The Airdine. Uh, Which done. is now the assault bike? No, I didn't even do that. He wow. remembers. that? called it the
1: Airdyne. The Airdyne, yeah.
0: He <laughs> remembers that. Early on. Oh, yeah. It? Well, it was
1: in one of the behind the scenes, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you said Airdyne, and what did I say? Take two? You're like, twos. cut. You're like, cut. <laughs> I was like, what did I say? Oh, I think <laughs> I remember
2: that. That was right in the tunnel before um, going out into the field of play, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. like,
1: say it again with assault bike. Say it again with assault bike. <laughs> I think I was right next to you. That's why I remember that. That was funny. How long are you a member before you take your L1? what 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 causes you to take your l1
0: yeah so um so people were coming up to me saying they had shoulder issues they had knee issues they went to their doctor and their doctor said why would you ever lift something up off the ground push something up over your head like that's stupid don't do that of course yeah and so i was like well i mean you got i like it i think it's a great exercise you got to be smart about it that's And I think early on in the early days of CrossFit, people were sort of trying to, you know, clean and jerk 400 pounds. And, -hmm. and, you know, so so I I just, I wanted to see what was being taught at the course. I wanted to see, you know, to make sure it was within, I wanted to be comfortable doing it and telling people, yes, this is what CrossFit is prescribing and this is what they're saying. And yeah, that L1 was great. They were spot on. They said, you know, you're your clients have to be within their weight limits and they got to be safe. And your form has to be perfect and your reps have to be perfect. And, you know, this isn't about pushing. I remember Austin Maliolo said this is a long term thing. This is a lifetime. This should not be, you know, come to CrossFit for six months and go to the beach afterwards, you know, this should be a lifetime of fitness.
1: So you you were kind of
0: going to to audit. It was a little bit of that. I was, uh, yeah. I, I wanted to see what was going on. I wanted to see what they were saying. I wanted to you know, see what they were talking. What, they, what How long had you been saying. a member of CrossFit New England before you went? I think I got... So I'm renewing now. So this is my fifth year. So, uh, so yeah, it was probably four or five years of, of doing it.
1: And I know you said that the L1 was great. Is there anything else you'd like to say about it? Like, what was your impression? A lot. So you, EC
0: was doing it, and she was just amazing. Yes, yeah, she An is. An amazing speaker. Yep. She was... So professional, and and just every I was surprised by the lectures. The lectures were like professional lectures, and I thought it was you know I knew some of the you know Austin Maliolo and I knew those guys, but the, when they came to speak, they were they were great lectures. They were great speakers. They were, and I I just from a from a sitting in symposium and seminars. You know, you go to a a sports medicine conference and you sit there from eight to five, and you're like. <laughs> and you get up and you go have an orange and you go have some water and you have, and then you come back and you li- and like to be able to listen, exercise, listen. I'm like, I think this should be life. You know, high school, work, everything. You should be able to, you know, go, you know, be intense. It's like CrossFit, be intense. Go do something else. Come back, be intense. It's like it was a great way to learn. So like that's the way information should be delivered. Yeah. You know, lecture, yeah. break,
2: exercise, come something, back, lecture, repeat. Yeah.
1: Uh, Noah was here and he was saying a couple of years after he took his L1, he would tell people it was the best two days of his life. And y- you see on the internet, people will be like, well, why would I spend $1,000 for two days? Mm. And it really is uh, a profound two days. I mean, and I like to hear that from you because you have two, two very important things that give your statement. Um, I don't know if validity is the right word, but should at least... Be, are provocative in the sense that you were an athlete on near professional athletics. You played college basketball and college football.
0: Uh, football
1: and baseball. Sorry, football and baseball. And so you were around a lot of coaching, mm-hmm. a shitload of coaching a, mm-hmm. shitload of coaching, a shitload of coaching, a shitload of coaching, sh- move this, move that, move like this, do this, run this way. And then you were in medical school for 3,000 years. <laughs> about that? And well, so... Felt, felt that way. And so for it's a super duper potent two days yeah um i can't talk enough about it i don't want to sound like i'm selling it but it's but um uh and i've said this before on the show it's 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 a it's a form of inoculation um to use greg glassman's words Mm. and especially if you're if you're a parent you kind of owe it to yourself to take the course um so you can share that stuff with your kids fair
0: yeah, and we're going back. We're going going to get recertified. <clears throat> oh, you are? To, yeah, this weekend. Now
1: why would you go back and get recertified? You're not coaching, are you?
0: Uh not coaching, but I like you know, I like being you know, I saw the manual. The manual is completely different than what it was. Bam. Yeah, there it is. <clears throat> that one. And uh and so we're going to the ranch. Forty doctors are going to the ranch this uh this weekend. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's right. Well,
2: to meet you, I forgot about and, that. Yes, and to yeah, the L one is great. I've I went to one, God, maybe six seven months ago, and I just got to you know one of the breakout groups. I think it was the deadlift breakout group, and mm-hmm. Bosman led it, mm-hmm. and it was just a blast. I was like, okay, can I go back and sit in with the group and yeah, just hang out? <laughs> and I get, was get sore.
0: That was like one of the most more sore I have been after working out. Yeah, like that Monday, I was like my hamstrings, my glutes. It's that incredible
2: was... what a PVC pipe can do to you. It <laughs> that was, the, was it. Was, it was just a the PVC. overhead squats. I remember just wrecking me. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah they just work it. Mm-hmm. Body weight movements, but they're just working it and mm-hmm. correcting and correcting and yeah. correcting, taking you to your higher, h- highest level of performance. So four years mm-hmm. at cross. So too fat to be on a trampoline. Get back into fitness. The fitness guys you follow switch from boot camp to CrossFit. Those are the Bergerons. Mm-hmm. Um, four years after that, you decide to take your L1 um, just to make sure this shit's legit. <laughs> you give it your doctor checkmark of approval. And when does your relationship start with the CrossFit Games?
0: Uh, well, first of all, what do you do with the Games? So I'm the uh, head of the orthopedic division of the, the Games medical team. Uh, Mike Gray is the medical director.
1: So you check me for scoliosis when I show up in Madison.
0: Yeah, just to make sure you're okay to lift. Okay, <laughs> 400 400 pounds. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, you know, we're on call and we'll go wherever we're we, needed. So um, you don't actually. Just to be clear, you don't you don't check the athletes before they go.
1: They're there on their own.
0: It's yeah. basically as shit happens. Yeah, we're not doing pre uh, pre history and physicals. Or, or,
1: Let's say you see someone um, limping off the field. Do you approach them?
0: Sea of red. Yep, there
1: it is. Mm-hmm. Wow, how big is the medical staff at the games? That's this massive. was a, this was a big team. This was one. the
0: biggest we've ever had. Um, I believe this these were 60 people.
1: Is it overkill?
0: Um, well you get you are you're putting in breaks i mean we're working we're working long hours um so there are breaks where um you know we show up at five thirty we work out at five thirty as a team and then uh we have our you know six thirty or seven o'clock meeting and then we're there from like eight to eight and so that's a lot you know to ask for and for a week and so uh you know so we're rotating people in but you know to cover to cover the, the run or the swim, we needed to spread out over the course to, you know, and there are different venues going on all at once. So we have people on the team and the masters, we have people on the uh, Coliseum, we have people out at the uh, obstacle course. So yeah, there's a lot, there's a, a lot of, uh, yeah, there it is. That's that was the one. That was the best picture. Yeah. Um, uh, we're,
1: was we're looking at the Games Medical Instagram. I got a couple of questions here, uh, unrelated to anything relevant. Um, who runs this Instagram account?
0: I want to say Somebody this is, on the staff
1: uh, we,
2: need, we need to get the, We'll get that changed We'll get that changed for you okay. So it looks prettier? Yeah
1: Just get it so, tidied up Yeah Oh, Owen, uh, get rid of those underscores. When I see underscore, I just think, <laughs> "What the fuck is that?" You're never gonna get a blue check with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, second of all, um, how did you find that? How did you even know that existed? It only has like 84
0: followers. This man is like, he's doing some deep diving. How did you he's, find that? He's right? I just do my research. The night before. It's because I pointed he's to it. On That's my how he found account.
1: it. Well, you know, poor Eric comes in here. I mean, I'm, literally last night at one in the morning, I'm sending him emails of some of the stuff that I want, and I don't
0: even. I don't know how he does it. That's amazing. I'm like he's doing CIA background checks I here. I just flick my wand, and uh, it, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> here's his magic oh, there wand. There it is.
1: Um, what? So you're head of the orthopedic division at the CrossFit Games and at the regionals?
0: Uh, yeah. At the regionals, it's a much smaller venue, and um, you know, so Owen Valich and Kelly Baker are the logistical people who are organizing the games and the regionals and and i'm there to you know for the act to take care of the and if there's any action hopefully no action a good a good weekend is if i'm not busy bad weekend is if i'm doing stuff so
1: like um that year Cara webb went down um she was crossing the finish line i don't know what happened to her like mm-hmm. heat uh, exhaustion or heat stroke or you know i'm no doctor and since you're an yes, orthopedic is is this- physician if she if you see her and they're like dr rocket check her out are you like nah that's not
0: my specialty <laughs> So yeah, we have ER physicians too, and Mike Gray is an ER physician. So we work well together. That Mike's does the real important stuff, and I do the other stuff. Um, you know, where where you know Mike's doing the you know the heat stuff and and intravenous fluids and stuff like that, and then I'm doing tendon issues or joint issues. Or... Can
1: you take fluids and still compete, or is that considered cheating? Performance enhancing. Um, yeah, it's an, I wouldn't say
0: it's performance enhancing if if. Uh, we try to get everybody to drink as much, uh, not drink as much, but to, to replenish their fluids through oral intake. We try to encourage that. And if they can, that's great. But if they medically are indicated to have an intravenous, we would do that. And
1: what would be in that bag?
0: Of why somebody would have an intravenous? Uh, why
1: they would have it, and then what do you actually give them? What's in the bag? It, it's oh, what's salt, in the it's bag? It's just salt water? Or?
0: Uh, yeah, saline. Um, and it's uh, to replenish their volume. Um, but, yeah, so if, if there's heat issues or heat exhaustion or, uh, you know, if their pulse is going too high or their blood pressure is low or anything like that. What would be too high of a pulse? Uh, so, say- you know, resting pulse for these athletes are probably 60, 70. Okay. Um, and then if their pulse and, and is not coming down with fluids, um, you know, it would be in the 140s. Oh, okay. So, Same, cause I, I, and
1: you've seen that before.
0: Yeah, I, I don't want to go into you know behind the scenes stuff and medical care, but yeah, for at any competition, you know, there, where somebody has a heat issue, yeah. I mean,
2: I feel like I kind of ballpark my pulse after workout sometimes, and I'm like, well, yeah, 50 but you're coming now. down,
0: you're coming down. Oh, uh, oh, this is so like. After, this is a persistent after the persistent elevated, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. No, and and yeah, so you're you're, I we we watch <laughs> the most the most common thing we do is if somebody has that issue. And it was, we had it out, you know, out in Carson where people were getting overheated and um, was that we observe them. We cool them, we observe them. Mm-hmm. And if they are responding normally with normal fluid and they get up and they're walking and they're ready to go back, then we let them go back. But if it's if it's a prolonged recovery and things aren't looking like they should.
1: I remember in 2008 when we were filming Every Second Counts um, and I was with someone with Josh Everett and after one of the events his heart rate came down and then anytime he moved the slightest bit mm-hmm. it would start elevate he would be like oh this isn't good and i'm like what do you mean he's like my my heartbeat anytime i move in the slightest amount mm-hmm. it's elevating to like competition levels huh. mm-hmm. and that was like kind of the first time and i'm guessing i i bet you he was uh it was hot out there yeah uh it was the old days yeah dirt dirt ball so how do you go from how do you go from L one certified to the
0: regionals, helping. Yeah, do Um, do you go
1: on the website and volunteer? Does Ben hook you um, up? Does Heather hook you up?
0: Yeah. So one of my friends who was at the regionals and it dislocated his shoulder, and um, and you know they I was in the operating room at the time, and I think that was 2010, and uh, and so they brought him to me and I checked him out and, and I was like and Rhonda actually said she goes you know maybe you should come to these things you know just to you know be, you know i've as a uh, team i'm a team physician for for sports and football and i'm standing there on the sidelines um you know in case something happens i was like yeah that would make sense you know in case something happens
1: mm-hmm. you're saying you are a team physician for football or yeah, it would yeah. be no, like I that. Am. oh for no, what I am team?
0: team uh so for uh belmont hill school um and then natick high school football team wow you are a
1: busy man your kids play <laughs> football
0: uh yeah my kids do my wow kids do. okay
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, so sh- your wife tells you that, and so you're like, "Hey, I I'm like, gonna volunteer then."
0: Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that would make sense to have an orthopedic at a thing like the CrossFit Games or mm-hmm. the regionals." And uh, and so I emailed Justin and said, "You know, I'd love to be there and help out." I you know I think it's a, you know just in case in case I'm needed. And he said, "Great." <laughs> it was it was very simple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, reminiscent of the old days.
1: <laughs> what 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 is what does that mean to dislocate your shoulder?
0: Yeah, so uh so like with a snatch, it's probably the highest um risk of doing that. If the weights get too big, your arm can come back and your ball of your shoulder can pop out. And so you want to pop it back in. And <laughs> it doesn't
1: pop back in by itself when you lower your arm. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. And Does that require? Is that serious? I guess it depends on how far it it can be. It comes serious. out.
0: Um, it can be. You know, a lot of people have dislocated their shoulders and they pop it back in. But the reason it can be serious is that it can hit the nerves and the arteries, um, and you can fracture too. There can be fractures. So,
1: so basically, any dislocation in any joint is when um, the articulation goes beyond what yeah, like the it lig- should, and
0: it causes some deformation. Correct. Yeah, the ligament gives way. The ligament tears.
1: And the Oh, it tears. It doesn't just get stretched.
0: Uh, it c- most commonly tears, but you could have somebody who's loose jointed who has loose ligaments, and they would pop out a little more easily, and so they could just stretch their capsule. Yeah. I always think about this.
1: Let's say this is a ligament right here, right? Mm-hmm. And it tears. We can go to three, two, one. Go and on b if you want. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and try. let and let's say a, um, let's say a ligament tears. Go
0: to uh, shoulder.
1: I always picture that it can't oh, wow. actually
0: heal. And go scroll up. Uh, there you go. Huh. Look at that. So, <laughs> this is why I did this. So ball and socket, mm-hmm. golf ball on a little socket, similar. So what you need to oh, hold dear. that ball in place is. That's not much of a socket. That's a stretch to call that a socket. Exactly. It? It's It's very, you know, so you need the ligaments to hold that big ball in place on that little tiny golf tee.
1: Yeah, like, so like no one
0: would call a golf tee a socket. <laughs> All right. So here are the ligaments. If we take the ball away, we look inside, we can see the ligaments here attached to the labrum. Wow, that's amazing. Can I bring, can I bring <laughs> you to like my lectures? Yeah. That's amazing. I, I freelance. <laughs> what did you say? He freelances. Freel- yeah. <laughs> so freelances. So what holds everything in place is the ligament. And it, if it rips, and so if you go up further, and I th- got permission for that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. Thank you. And so that's. Dave you know, Ray, please, a, um, if a, you're watching, <laughs> check
2: this, contact 321. I asked it. Dave. You <laughs> asked Dave for that. Just checking.
0: And so here's a great picture. This is the wall. That ligament forms a wall. And if that uh, ligament rips or tears in that position, and then you have that. That's the the ligament ripping, and then this can happen that the ball can shift out. Oh, off of the. And team. that's and that's the that's the dislocation.
1: So, um, there's a a, a rip, and then like just a full on. Rips. Yeah. Separate. Like if it rips too much, it it won't heal. So if like it, if they get separated.
0: So if it if it pops out and you rip the ligament mm-hmm. and it pops back in. This will heal, but sometimes it'll heal loose. And that's what happens, mm-hmm. that people get back up overhead and they'll have pain in the back or they'll pain on top and they, they'll just feel unstable, unsteady. And we, we call this a position of apprehension. They get, they get apprehensive when mm-hmm. they come up yeah. over here. And so you can reattach it if you want. So you can pop on that. If you and want. that basically just like,
2: tightens the ligaments. Yeah,
0: so you're, so you're taking that labrum. Can we pop on that one?
2: Uh, Do you you have any shoulder issues, Matt? There you go. No, I never have. But being on the show has turned me into a hypochondriac. I think (laughs) I I do. Like my kids.
0: (laughs) Don't come to... No. So you put in these little... These are great. These are called suture anchors. And you drill little holes and you attach this anchor. goes into the bone. And then you pass the sutures through the labrum. And you reattach that ligament. You tighten up that ligament. You've done that before? A lot. A lot.
1: I would think that those holes would actually make it uh, the... um...
0: The ligament weaker. So the holes are in the bone. The ligament is is ripped off the bone. No,
1: see the thread going through the ligament?
0: Yeah, so the sutures sutures are pulling... These are sutures that are pulling that ligament back down, yeah, so you so can getting, tighten it up again. So it's getting reapproximated.
1: I know. I just think it would make it weak to put put a hole in it. No, it heals well, up nicely.
0: Well, it's flipping around out here, so it's not doing anything. So you got to get it back here. And they've had all different things. They've taken metal staples and stuck them in. They've taken little plastic posts and stuck them in, and hmm. those didn't do well. Does it? So these are the sort of the best. Do the sutures
1: out. eventually go away and it it re adheres to the bone?
0: So the sutures are there. They're permanent sutures, but their temporary effect is that they're just holding that ligament there. So the bone and the ligament actually grow together. They will grow back together. Yeah. It takes them like three months for the ligament and the bones to grow. together. And we should have
2: had Karen here. She just
0: had the surgery, I think.
2: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: She's probably Ooh, outside. It. There you go. Just made it.
1: You just yeah. did that great yeah. motion. Eric is just Eric, yeah. riding on cloud nine Jesus, right now. He's just loving <laughs> it. Oh, so here we go.
0: There you go. All right. So the anchor goes in, this is a rotator cuff. This is a rotator cuff tear and the suture's, pull the rotator cuff back down
1: and what's the there's a blue thread and a black thread what's the distinction
0: uh just (laughs) so you know uh which sutures are coming from which limb when you're in the shoulder doing surgery and you see two sutures coming out you have to get both the black ones and both the blue ones and tie those down
1: have you ever confused them um no have you ever left any equipment inside of someone
0: uh no Okay. But my brothers say, based on the way my room looked growing up, that it's probably not. <laughs> what is the process for drilling these holes look like? What is what? The
2: process for drilling these holes look like.
0: Uh, so there are some which are, these are three millimeter, four millimeter. Oh, okay. And, they, and you can punch, you can tap, you, know, you tap, 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 or you can have a drill where you drill, but you're drilling just a little, you know, a centimeter and a half. Mm-hmm. So they're small.
2: So like a, like a hand drill like something oh, like would in my garage
0: oh uh, yeah like a little like with a little battery a battery powered drill yeah. yeah wow yeah and then you tap in the anchor that's the anchor going down in there oh yeah you can see them moving
1: oh i so don't want that to happen i've had uh, a couple of years ago i had some shoulder go. pain oh, yeah. and I, i've always just taken a break like significant breaks Yeah.
0: so that's the most common stuff we see is just people overdoing it people getting tendonitis from overdoing it
1: and what is tendonitis
0: Tendinitis is where that tendon, of any tendon, um, you want to go to. Uh, can you go back to three, two, one? Go, MD. Because I, I love this slide because it just shows. Uh, it just shows people because everybody says, "Well, I have tendonitis," but you never know. So go here. here you go tendonitis. So tendonitis are little micro tears of the tendon. Uh, so go back. So there.
1: This, this article okay. on three, two, one, MD is your contribution. So
0: this is my website. So, oh, so 321goMD.com is my blog.
1: Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. I'm so glad I do my research on people coming in. It's fantastic. One, <laughs> it's a, I'm
0: sure you had a rough right last night. I, I trying every... to tell you
1: that at one o'clock last night. <laughs> Fucking A. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's all right.
0: This, that, yeah, all right. So I, the reason I did this was because of in those early days, people would be like, you know, I got this and I think, you know, I was told it was impingement and I was told, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, let me warm up. And let me work out (laughs) and then i'll talk to you like so i you know so then i figured you know someone said you should just write this down just write it down let people go look at it Mm -hmm. and then they'll be informed and then they'll come to you informed and then so i did all this stuff you know ankles and biceps and elbows and um but anyway you were at the boston marathon uh where was
1: i i volunteered at a runner's clinic after after the boston 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 marathon Marathon. have you been to the boston marathon
0: oh yeah Yeah, I grew up. uh, I grew up right where it runs by at mile twenty-four.
1: Were you there when the
0: Uh, bomb No, no, I wasn't there. I was in the good to hear. Yeah, I was working. Um, And you knew
1: right away when it happened.
0: Well, I heard. I heard stuff, and uh, and yeah, yeah, that that stuff was going on. So
1: how is it? What's it like? And then,
0: and then, that aftermath was tough. They wouldn't. they had a team. Then they said, "You know, all surgeons, please stay at the hospital because we don't know what's what's going to happen." So, were there any surgeries you had to do? Just elective, um, elective stuff. It was like a hip fracture. I think I was doing
1: from someone who was no, no. Injured. I I
0: was uh, so I work at Newton Wellesley, New England Baptist. This happened downtown Boston, uh-huh. where we have, and that was one of the reasons everything turned out pretty well is that we have multiple trauma centers yeah. in Boston, and they all got. A share of patients so they all got triaged appropriately and and uh, spaced out you know so one hospital didn't get 40 people coming Mm
1: -hmm. and no one needed an orthopedic surgeon
0: well there were orthopedic injuries yeah but none landed on your plate no because I was at the hospital in the suburbs too far away okay
2: yeah I want to say I've seen that the downtown hospital from a rooftop it's pretty massive
0: yeah, so there's Mass General, there's Brigham and Women, they're downtown, uh, Boston Medical.
1: Well, you scroll up just a tiny bit? Perfect. This blog provides general information, discussion about medicine, health, and related subject. The words and the other content provided in this blog and in any linked material are not intended and should not be construed as medical advice. If the reader or any other person has a medical concern here, she should consult. With an appropriately licensed physician or other healthcare worker. This is a really cool site. I, I'm. Yeah. I I, I kind of want you to go away and come back so I can like peruse it and like. Um, <laughs> we can we can talk. <laughs> uh, interrogate you on all the stuff. Yeah. Okay. So um go uh so but tendonitis so, so tendonitis tendonitis
0: so normal tendon and what happens is you start doing stuff you start straining your tendon your biceps tendon a little too much and you get little micro tears of the tendon. And, and what is a tendon? So the tendon is anything that connects muscle to bone. Okay. So the biceps, you know, your biceps connecting, the tendon connects up up in here. Um, and your body sends in the blue cells, and the blue cells are the cells that are trying to repair that tendon because it's torn. But it's not physically detached. It's just microscopically torn. Mm-hmm. And the problem you get into are people don't listen to this, and they say, I'll keep going. I can. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Or they're Achilles. They're runners. They're Achilles. They keep running. They keep running. If I see somebody at two to three weeks and they have this, and they stop for two to three weeks, they're good. But if somebody comes in six weeks, eight, um, six months, eight months of this, it sometimes you know doesn't go away. So,
1: mm-hmm. so um, and and, and how do you diagnose that? How do you see that?
0: So that's microscopic. A lot of it is history and physical, but somebody comes in, they say I got a little pain here. I talk to them, they you know, did more pull-ups than they normally do, or they did more push-ups than they normally do. And we sort of do all the, there are some tests that we do on physical exam. And, uh, and then we come most likely to a diagnosis if that fits the picture uh, versus a tear. You know, That's why you're always kind of distinguishing between a tendonitis microscopic and a, ten, a tendon tear. Um, and so, but then you can do an MRI. Say somebody's had it for six months, and they've like I've rested, I've shut it down, I haven't gone overhead, I haven't done anything, and then you can get into MRIs.
1: And what will the MRI reveal? What will you see? So the
0: MRI the... will show either nothing, meaning they have a tendon, because an MRI won't pick up a tendonitis very well if it's a mild If it's a severe form, it will, but it will show a pulled away from the bone.
1: So there really is no Tendinitis Is something that is like these two pictures we're looking at how did they get those
0: these are just cross section under a microscope okay this is this is um you know scientific in vitro stuff okay you know, looking at what what happens to a and these are probably you know rat tendons or
1: so tendonitis mm-hmm. is something that you diagnose basically on listening to a client
0: and examining them right? and
1: examining them but a torn tendon you can actually confirm
0: well, so a torn tendon, like some you'll people, you can see it. Yeah. Um, you know, some people, are, you know, at the regionals, um, you can see, you know, if the tendon is is pulled away.
1: Oh, like actually from the outside, you'll see yeah, it like so bubbling see, under the skin. You'll see the
0: detraction. You'll see it pulled away. Um,
2: I said more often than not, it's just like a, it's like a
0: pain right here, with tendonitis, right? So, well, yeah. So it depends on which tendons involved. So mm-hmm. if it's biceps, it could be in the front. If it's rotator cuff, it could be on the side. Uh Patrick
1: Vellner said he tore his bicep tendon. Well so yeah, I was I was referring to him
0: and but didn't want to. But yeah, so he, he but he posted on Instagram that he tore about <laughs> so I could talk about it. And like, I've known a bunch of arm wrestlers who've torn their bicep tendon
1: and they and they don't get it reattached and Patrick didn't have his reattached. How so you don't need that? What what do you lose?
0: Um can we go to uh can we go to shoulder? And then um So there's a long head of the biceps. There's a short head of the biceps. Um, Keep going, keep going, keep going, uh, keep going, keep going. All the way down. Yeah, Go to older entries right here. Um, And keep up here. Uh, Yeah, go here. So if you see the, yeah, so here you go. So here's the long head of the biceps coming up, beautiful. And here's the short head. And it's usually the long head that's the issue. Short head is usually not not involved. The long head is is a weird tendon because there's a lot of mobility to it.
1: Can you show me where it is on your arm?
0: Um, yeah. So the the long head is is here. Mm-hmm. The short head comes over here, and the long head comes into the deep inside. Okay. So most people with biceps tendonitis will say, the like point right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can go back, and I can show you the uh, arthroscopic. So go scoot up. And this is what it actually looks like. So it attaches, see how it attaches inside at the ball? It attaches deep inside at the ball here. Uh, yeah. And then if you go to the next picture, you can see it, what it actually looks like in a shoulder is right here. So that's the long head of your biceps coming into the socket. See so a ball and socket, and that's the labrum. It attaches to the labrum. And uh,
1: what's the labrum made of?
0: The labrum is a fibrocartilaginous structure. It's a very gritty, you know, tough structure. And it's what attaches the ligaments to the socket. And that's what can tear. So, the, so if you have a dislocation, this is where that uh, ligament tears or the labrum tears from in the front here. And if you have what's called a slap tear, superior labrum, anterior, posterior, that's called a slap. Yeah. That's where the biceps attaches to the superior labrum. And that's where the biceps pulls off the superior labrum. But getting back to your question, talking about the super, the biceps, if you don't reattach it, um, some people are fine, and they have no problems, and they feel great. I've had some people come back, and they have cramping, because it hurts when they pull or push or rotate, and, and some people have noticed some weakness, so it does contribute somewhat, but there are people that live without it. Yes. Are,
1: do they, when I, can you go back to that picture, Eric, where you can see both of them um, uh, up right there. What did you call this kind of photo? This kind of drawing? This kind of graphic? You called that, it something.
0: Uh, well, the other one was an arthroscopic photo. And this one? This is arthroscopic. This is real an, life. That's an, the inside of something, and that's you know anatomical drawing. That's okay. An anatomical
1: so in, in this drawing, do they both have the same function? Like, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm confused what, how you can lose Why do you one. have two? Yeah, why do you yeah. have
0: two, and if you can lose one? Yeah, so one, they both... They both attach down at the elbow mm-hmm. and they both flex the elbow and supinate so if you look at my arm when you so the big issue is supination with a right-handed person you're supinating the biceps is, is a major supinator so keep your elbow yeah keep your elbow like that and you can rotate and you see how your biceps yeah, comes up so that's pulling up your forearm <coughs> you're pulling on your forearm and so they both yeah and so that's that's a distal tear that's a distal tendon tear down at the elbow. Um, but yeah, so you can lose one tendon and the other tendon is still working your biceps. But the other part is you also have other tendons that flex your elbow. You have other muscles that cross your elbow and pull your elbow up. So you can still do stuff.
1: Is, is Velner weaker?
0: Um, I think, I don't, I think if you ask him, he's, he feels pretty good. Yeah. Um, but again, it's, so it's, So to do the surgery is almost like giving you, not a guarantee, but if everything goes well, you're gonna be fine if you reattach it. If you don't, there's a risk of cramping and some weakness. So that's, so it's like a plus minus, but he was in the middle of the regional, so we weren't gonna, and he said he felt pretty good. And he had good strength.
1: It doesn't hurt when that thing tears?
0: Uh, So some people get relief from it because it's, you know, uh, so if you go up one more picture, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I always my kid, I always go this. My kid's like, Dad, that's scrolling down. I'm like, Come on, Eric, just you should know. Go that. that way. So here's that's the rupture. That's what you get with the rupture. But so if you have a tendon like that, that's the biceps tendon, and it's hanging on by a thread. And imagine like it like a hangnail. It just keeps pulling like a hangnail, and finally it just goes. So some people get relief from it. Wow! Or, or like if you've got a piece of meat in your teeth, and you just and you floss, finally, oh, and man. you get rid of the piece. It finally feels good. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Um, uh, there he is. Oh yeah, that was
1: the year. That's the
0: man Eric Sheer? Was it Sheer? Eric? No, uh, who's is Sheeran? That, Ed, is Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran? Oh, yeah, exactly. Ed Sheeran on, on Is that, that the kind of lift that air. can?
1: Is that the kind of lift where it could happen? Um, like if if you're if you're Trying to curl that, but you know, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. He's not yeah. trying to curl, but flexing, he's flexing yeah. up. I, mean, yeah. I, I would argue that type of grip probably taxes
2: the bicep more than just a conventional clean grip, right?
0: So, if you supinate uh, the mm-hmm. grip, you are at higher risk because it's under maximum tension already. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas here, you have some room to play. But if you're supinated and you try to flex, then you could. Rip. I mean, really, how much do you do? Let's like this. So screwing, screwdrivers, carpenters, yeah. guys who are or supinating backhanding opening have
1: to, have, Back. are we going to see <laughs> screw driving for time in the games you, any, and if we do he's hosed anything is possible you saw that ridiculous uh, banger event can't believe that's been in the games twice do you have any I opinions like the about banger. that the banger like uh, the mallet yeah the stupid banger event
0: I, I, I wish they go like faster Mm-hmm. Like you know, they don't move like an an inch every whack. Like if you could, like mm-hmm. you'd have to like drill them.
1: Like if there were 300 cro- croquet balls and they yeah, were just hitting balls. Just I, a, I, I
2: think it. it's a cool event. I, I like it.
1: I don't know how it made it into the games twice. They need they to play. Like they need to play that song Sledgehammer every time it comes <laughs> out. <on>. Oh,
0: <laughs> and the original. <laughs> that sounds was, expensive. The original was what? There was a sideways, and then there was like a. Was between, between the legs. Between
1: the legs, way. sideways, and then and I then think then an elevated one. Yeah. The only good part about the banger event the first year was they the athletes were standing on the bangers and they were made and they were uh, was like polished chrome or steel polished steel so you're getting like some tremendous light like bouncing up on them mm. for filming and shooting. Good. Other than that the event was um
0: I never think about it's that. It's an application of events, force. Events it's, for filming. It's, it's a cool test. I never think about that.
1: Yeah. You know uh, uh I'm going to digress here. Um I received a angry email yesterday. Mm. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah, 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 you saw it. I think I did, yeah. You saw it. And someone called me a misogynist um, because – and they referred to when I had Kirsten Pedry on the podcast Okay, because I said she – I was talking about her body. And I just want to explain to them that I may not know what orthopedic means, but I know what misogynist means. Mm. And talking about Kirsten Pedry's body uh, is – in the, in the manner that I did is no way misogynistic for anyone listening. That was in the room. Um, the way Mm -hmm. I speak about Noah Olson's body when he was in here was no way misogynistic. The way I spoke about your body when you got kicked off the trampoline, uh, that also was not misogynistic. I can take, you've talked about my body today too. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, the way I've talked about, um, Matt's body. Now, um, you could say that it was, uh, insulting or flattering, or complimentary, or um, educational. But to say it's misogynistic is... Uh, um, out of touch. You're stupid. You don't know what the word means.
2: I think there's a lot of that in today's society. There's like overlap with words. People hear one thing and they think another.
1: Overlap with words mean you make up what the fucking word, what you want the word to mean. Yeah, and it's, you, uh, it's
2: probably a more concise way of saying it.
1: Uh, yesterday, I, I, I talked about Dan Bailey's body. That also was not misogynistic. Mm-hmm. I spoke about Stacy Tovar's body. That was also not misogynistic. Um, and if I'm going to go further down, that that keep going. That email. Thank you, mm-hmm. thank you, Matt. For um, thank you, Dr. Rocket, for letting me vent for a second. She also <laughs> yeah. called me sexist. Do you want to go down? Do because <laughs> I do. <laughs> do you want to talk? We can talk. This email also said. I that did a I, psych rotation this too. This also months. said that I was sexist because um, I offend a lot of women. And that's also using the word sexist. Um, her statement is sexist because I don't just offend women. I offend men also. And it was a very sexist statement for her to say that. And um, the only thing that I do that's sexist in my life that I know of is when I walk on the street. I will, if I'm walking with a woman, I will walk on the side that the car's on. Other than that, I don't do sexist things. I, If Matt were to come to the breakfast table, I would stand up. God, you stand for it. Everything <laughs> so annoying. And if my mom were to I, come to the table, I, feel you don't guilt stand. To stand. You I would to stand, stand for him when he shows. I do. I try to stand <laughs> for anyone. Some... Yeah. I, um... Most of the time. Most of the time. I try to. I try to Whenever be...
2: you absolutely always yeah, you stand. You stand a lot and it makes me feel weird. I have to stand.
1: I understand that I say some things that are like um parts of me haven't grown up in my brain, but to say I'm misogynistic or sexist is fucking crazy. um I have an equal um Abusive nature towards men and women. Appreciation. Appreciation. What did I say abusive? That's what you meant. You didn't say appreciation. <laughs> appreciation. Okay. Enough of that nonsense. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, um, arthritis. Mm. Great segue. <laughs> <laughs> will, will I get it? What? Will you get it? Hopefully I was not. told that arthritis, um, a doctor told Haley that arthritis is any deformation of the joint.
0: mm the, the strict definition is, um, may I, I borrow you again, Eric, uh, is uh, go to knee.
1: Eric, you're not on a break, are you?
0: Strict definition <laughs> is loss of the cushion.
1: <laughs> we need one of the smart boys. Oh, in here you know.
0: Phone. I know you're not on a break. I was teasing. cross getting get arthritis. So so, two types of cartilage in the knee. we got the meniscus the cushion, the shock absorber, those are the ones that Mm. you hear about, meniscal tears. I've had one of those. But the other one that people don't know as much about is this thing called the articular cartilage, and that's the joint surface, and that's the cushion on the top of your sofa, which it Mm. actually is a soft substance. It actually has a spongy nature to it.
1: Articular cartilage cartilage is soft. Is soft. Okay. What are we looking at? That's a knee?
0: So this is a knee. So there's a femur, a tibia, and you can see this shiny substance. If you go in and you push with a probe. It has a, it has a little bit of, of compression, compression ability to it, if that's a word. Like, it's, like foam. Uh, it's like a, it's like a thick, hard foam, like a tempur It's like, it's a, it's a hard foam. And so there's durability, there's cushion, there's shock absorption, uh, lubrication to allow the knee. So when two, when two joints, uh, two bones rub against each other with articular cartilage, one-tenth the, coefficient of friction of ice on ice so imagine taking two ice cubes rubbing them together a tenth of that is what your knee is doing
1: hmm. so it's it's, it's slick
0: sli- it's it's like boston right now wow <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> uh, <laughs> go- going back to
1: the lubrication um when you work out and like Your back is sore your joint is sore Mm -hmm. and then you get like five minutes into the warm-up and 10 minutes into the warm-up and then you're 20 minutes into the warm you get ready to work out you're like oh my god yeah i feel so good is there lubrication being added or is it just the viscosity is changing
0: um i would say it's uh that the joint is probably getting fluid bathing it okay so you're you're going through a range of motion where the ball and the socket are moving uh, also, it's, a lot of it is probably the tendons and the ligaments and, and, and everything is just sort of stiff. And so you get some Mal, subtle, more, better malleability, malleability okay. to the tendons and the ligaments around, them. yeah.
1: You notice I'm using a lot of big words today, Matt. Yeah, it's you're knocked, of, knocking it out show. of the park. I'm keeping a tally over here. Thank you. <laughs> <Show>. <laughs>
0: okay. So, uh, yeah, arthritis. So, so arthritis is, if you go to the next picture, is loss of that cushion. So if I take your sofa cushion and make you sit on that hard surface, that's an exaggeration. But uh, the next one is actually more... That looks
1: like Matt's teeth. That's not true, Matt. Next, Sorry. That's not, not even I take zero offense so that's, to that. That's I have beautiful actually, teeth.
0: That's actually more realistic. That looks like is. your mouth. <laughs> 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 that looks like fucking like, teeth. It, it kind of looks like the uh, Ghostbusters, the big green. So, so
1: so I, I have... Um, I've been told by a doctor that I have arthritis in, in like in, in my spine somewhere. Like I had an MRI or a, yeah. Um, so is that is that what do you call that? Articular cartilage. So
0: articular cartilage. Do I
1: have articular cartilage in He's my spine there. also? Uh,
0: so you can you can have it anywhere there's a joint. Anywhere you'd have two. You can joints. or you do. You- you do or
1: no, you do have articular cartilage it, anywhere in the it, joint, or you yes, can you anywhere do. there's
0: an articular anywhere there's a joint there's there's well in the in the back there's a bunch of different types of joints um
1: but there's lots of articular cartilage back there in the spine
0: yes, and but it, there's the more in the spine there's more of the discs okay the discs, which is a different type of substance, but similar concept if you yeah. lose that cushion then you then you get uh, arthritis from the articular cartilage rubbing. So loss of the cushion. So if you start breaking down, you see the little fissures and cracks, you start breaking down that cushion, then that can lead to bone rubbing against bone.
1: It's like this steel, it's like when your rubber on your tires wears down and the steel cables start showing themselves. Yes. That's the, that's That's the the actual
0: definition of arthritis. When you lose the rubber tires on your.
1: And how do you get it back?
0: Yeah. Oh, really? that's the fountain of youth. Aha. Mm. So follow up question.
2: How do we keep it supple and not get that? And like that. Yeah. That's a good question. Okay. Some fish oils.
0: Yeah. They're (laughs) they're doing billions of dollars of research on this, on how to avoid, and what they're getting down to is sometimes it's genetic. Like you'll see a 30-year-old who has Mm. terrible knee arthritis, bones rubbing, terrible. Like that person didn't really go through that much more activity than an 80-year-old who never got arthritis. So they think that there's some... Protein cross linkings that actually just break apart, and you start losing that cross-linked protein. You start losing the the proteins holding everything together.
1: That that blue pad
0: right there—that's the meniscus. That's the meniscus. These two meniscus. Yeah. Is is that a full donut? Does that connect there? Yeah. So if you uh, if you go back to another picture, you can. But they're little C-shaped structures, little uh, little C-shaped cartilage. Okay. Uh, go back. So go back. that's a picture of Arthur. So that's so here's an X-ray that's the cushion that you don't see on a, uh, you mm-hmm. don't see that on a, uh, on an X-ray you have loss. I mean, you have a, a black space, which means that you can X-ray through it. It doesn't have bone in it. So if you have, if you have space, that's good. When you lose space, that's bad. So the bones are ah, rubbing against each other. And the sense. only so thing the keeping definition. those two things yeah. apart
1: is the, the lubrication articula- and the, the articula- meniscus. Cartilage. Oh, and the articular and, cartilage, those and three and things.
0: And meniscus. Yeah. Okay.
1: And that's it. Those are the only three thing, two things keeping the bones away.
0: Yeah.
1: It's weird. whenever I take fish oil, don't listen to this part, Dr. Rocket. I, I just imagine it going into my joints. You know what I mean? I'm like, ah, I'm oh, my yeah. joints. Yeah, that's kind of how like, I... It's, it's like You're just sort of sort of, like, lubing up, up your up. body? Yeah. It's, it's complete nonsense, right? If it makes you feel good... It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You can say I it. say it's proven.
2: So I, I've had um, a meniscus tear. I had a bucket handle tear. Oh, yeah. And I remember getting these x-rays. Yeah. And, being, thinking really weird, like, dude, how come there's nothing there?
0: That the, the, the on the MRI, you yeah. see nothing, yeah. Mm. If you, uh, Eric, when you're, when you have time, my has a meniscus one.
1: My wife doesn't have a meniscus in one of her knees. Oh, I took it out completely. Go to the men. Oh, day. man, it was a, it's a yeah, long story. Yeah, I want to say that it used to be the thing.
2: Like, they'd cut <laughs> you, they'd right open and pull it out.
1: They really screwed up. They really screwed her up. Meniscus. The doctor screwed her up, Dr. Rocket. Oh, yeah. don't say that. And the insurance company. So there's the meniscus.
0: It was a bad outcome. Yeah,
1: Mm -hmm. it was a really, really bad outcome. She almost lost a leg because of a torn meniscus. Anyway, so she doesn't have uh, the meniscus. And for a long time, she could... I'd be curious. Does China Cho have her meniscus?
0: She has some crazy knee shit going on. I don't know her history. Okay. Mm. We got to
1: get her on and ask her. Hmm. But basically, my wife lost her meniscus Mm -hmm. in one of her knees. Mm -hmm. Um, She had to take like a year off from... Doing doing CrossFit yeah. and she's back stronger than ever. Good. runs everything. The only thing she doesn't do is she doesn't um, jump down from box jumps. Yeah, she steps yeah. down. Yeah, that's fine. And that's um, occasionally there's some pain there, but nothing like the pain that she was you, having before. Yeah, that yeah. used to be there. Yeah. And um, you know, for the most part, we do short runs, 400 meters, mm-hmm. you know, intervals mm-hmm. type type stuff. She we, rows Yeah, she rows. rows She doesn't do rides, right. um, probably does 5K run once a year. Mm-hmm. So you're you're. Your life goes on as a CrossFitter with a oh, missing definitely. meniscus. Yeah, I mean,
2: I just, well, I had orthoscopic surgery. I want to say it was less than 30 minutes, and they just went in and the bucket handle. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but it's, we go to the, it's, like a, go it's like a half moon shit. Okay, I'll, we got let, I'll let you we take got over. You. We got, no, I'm just saying, we got you. <laughs> I was, I was going to help. Oh, you yeah, 10 times better than my explanation. There you go. <clears throat> Boom.
0: This is what it is? That's the bucket handle. Oh, wow! So so they call it a bucket handle because you know, like this is the handle, and it's Mm -hmm. it's flipping around. So it
1: starts as a longitudinal tear, and then oh,
0: and then it flips into the joint. And if you have that, did you have like you couldn't straighten out your knee? Yeah, 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 exactly. And I I want to say they came in and just trimmed it off. Yeah. So you know, this would be a great outcome if you had a little piece coming this way. It's Mm -hmm. bad if you have this whole piece. This whole meniscus can get tear can tear and flip into the joint, mm-hmm. and then you know then you have your whole cartilage, your whole cushion gone. But if you have you know a little bit of it, that's obviously better. It's the goal is to leave as much good stuff as you have. Some meniscus you can repair; you can put sutures in them and sew them together. Huh. And some you can trim. Uh,
1: artificial meniscus or cadaver meniscus? Do you have a uh?
0: You're talking about to fix it.
1: Yeah. Do you have a preference?
0: <laughs> um, well, the the goal is to you know not take anything away. But if you had to trim it, you trim it. And if you repair it, you repair it. If you're talking about a, a cadaver,
1: that's what happened to Haley, my wife. They she had a they, cadaver. They, first, they screwed up and they trimmed out the entire meniscus without telling her, and that caused it. So she couldn't get the artificial one because the artificial one needed some some base actual to, meniscus to so too. Yeah, yes yeah, yeah. and so that they closed that door for her mm-hmm. and then they and then she got the cadaver meniscus mm. and it got infected oh. yeah oh that got so hairy yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, infections we're so cautious and so careful because infections can just do so much damage I feel like I was
2: relatively lucky with my surgery I think going into it I asked I was really nervous with the first surgery I'd ever had first time I'd ever gone under Mm-mm. And I asked the doctor, and I was like, how many uh, how many of these have you done? And he's like, what is, what's today? And it was like a Thursday <laughs> or something. He's like, it was like 2,000-something. Oh, <laughs> wow. It's today. He's like, actually, as soon as you're done, I'm hopping on a plane with my kid. We're going to the Bahamas, so let's wrap this up. I'm like, all right, let's go.
0: <laughs> and it, it was com- awesome. Any yeah.
2: complications? Are you better? <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> yeah. I want to say uh, I rehabbed it. I did a little bit of PT, but I did most of my rehab at CrossFit Santa Cruz. And just kind of took it little by little, and mm-hmm. however I felt kind of progressed there, and yeah. I'm back. If it feels a little sticky from time to time, it'll crack, but mm-hmm. I can do pretty much everything that I could before. Awesome. Yeah.
1: So going back to, to cadaver or artificial, do you have a, do you have a, do you lean either way? Well, do you do those? Do you, do you put in cadaver ones?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, none of them are ideal. You know, cadaver is, is probably been, have more studies on it, more tests on it. But you know, to, if you're if you're ending up with a cadaver meniscus, that's not a not a great thing, unfortunately.
1: I mean, you know what basically happened is is the ins- they trimmed out her meniscus. Mm-hmm. Then the insurance company showed, Then the doctors, another doctor said, okay, we're going to put a cadaver meniscus in there. Mm-hmm. And then the insurance company said, well, we need proof that there. We need you first to go in and prove that there's no meniscus in there. It's weird. Yeah. And we're like we'll talk to these doctors and they're like no the doctor who does the surgery has to be the one. Weird. And so he he did one surgery to go in just to go look in. To look in?
0: They wouldn't take an MRI for it. Well.
1: I guess not. Well, then they did it 2 weeks later, which was I think too soon. Her wound hadn't healed to do the to the cadaver. Got to it. And then the cadaver got infected. Mhm. And they couldn't grow the infection. They couldn't identify the infection, and they couldn't grow mm-hmm. it on a… Petri dish. Petri dish. Mm-hmm. And the doctor got into a panic. And he… Um, I knew it was serious when he gave Haley a handicap placard, a lifetime handicap placard. Huh. <laughs> oh. I'm God. like, uh-oh. So the wow. infection… Um oh. came and went for about a year and then it started getting big and her knee started turning like yellow and black and mm-hmm. it popped, a hole popped open and blood started pouring out. Ooh. So we went to UCSF and they tried all the processes and they're like, hey man, we, we don't know what it is and we can't grow it either. All we can do, we're going to go in and cut out a, a roll of nickels, a roll of nickel sized piece of flesh out of there and clean it out. Mm-hmm. And then we're um, gonna sew it up and hope for the best. Yeah. And then she had to she took antibiotics through a pick line. Through yeah. a pick line for a month. It wow. was intense. Wow. Yeah. That's gosh mm. She is a resilient woman.
0: Yeah. And they did uh, fungal and we you know, all the weird types of cultures and they couldn't grow anything. They couldn't grow anything. Wow. Sounds like a, a an indolent bacteria. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, Didn't she okay. beat
1: you in the 5K yesterday too? She's beat me in all sorts of stuff. <laughs> we, just had, we just had to work out down there. What was the rope climb rope power clean? Oh, from the games in 2011. And rope arm, it, power And we did like, it a couple of days ago. And I look over. 5-5. Five, five. Yeah, yeah. It's
2: pictured actually in Leaf's office.
1: I look over and, I, and I'm doing 155 as my final rep. And I look over and she's doing 155 with her final rep with Noor. I'm like... nice please nice your wife owns a crossfit gym
0: she does in our garage and um what inspired that um so it started um with wanting to be around the kids more and um you know she had a great career and um and patients loved her but we were you know (laughs) three kids all kind of tightly packed so they're now you know all two years apart and we were just missing a lot of things and uh and she's like you know which is more important so she decided she wanted to be with the kids a little more and uh and she's uh, you know loved coaching and and decided to open up a garage
1: and what kind of doctor is she
0: family medicine
1: and and so her she's done with her practice yeah and does, well, do you think she'll go back to it when the kids fly the coop? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It, um, how do you have three kids?
0: Wow, your wife's done a lot. She's done a lot. She's done a lot, yeah. She's, uh,
1: Did she go to Harvard also?
0: That's where we met. No shit. That's cool. Yeah.
1: And uh, tell me your degree again at Harvard, your undergrad. What were you studying?
0: Uh, biology.
1: And was she studying biology?
0: She was studying, I want to say, economics. Oh, psychology. She was psychology. And was it love? She went to business. She went and worked in business for a little bit, and and started later. Was it love at first sight? No, I was a. uh, I I tell people I was a a stupid sophomore in college, and didn't think about you know settling down, and uh, and so we met there. Met there, um, you know, and then met up later at the the Harvard Yale football game. We met up just five years later after after graduation.
1: Just um, coincidentally.
0: Uh, yeah, completely randomly. Like she was yeah.
1: going to the game. You're going to the game. Hey girl. Did tailgate. you recognize her from school?
0: Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, tailgate. The whole thing. Wow. Partied in New York. Oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, she's pretty special. She's yeah. Pretty she special.
1: looks like a CrossFitter. Yeah, she does. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that is not sexist. <laughs>
0: CrossFit Launchpad.
1: That's the name of the gym? mm mm-hmm.
0: So it's, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a local garage gym and neighborhood moms and kids and it's fun.
1: Launchpad. Who's, who's I, whose Who idea led, was that it. photo right there? It's a photo of you guys making a heart.
0: Yeah, that was um, somebody, somebody, I think she had seen somebody else do it. And she's like, here, come, come by the door and do this. And I was like, what are you talking about? So I, I didn't know what we were doing. She's like, do this. and I'm like, please don't take <laughs> offense, but
1: um, her half is better.
0: Yeah, so I didn't know what I was doing. I, just, I thought I was like building a bridge or something. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know. what look was Look how going nice on. her. Yeah, she's symmetric and. Yeah, it's. If Haley's here today, I
2: want to see you guys do this downstairs, and I want to see you do it better since you're running your mouth right now.
0: I
1: mean, the key to do. I mean, it's, he's got to get hair. round. You're gonna get yeah. round. I think he's got too yeah. much of a crook here at the, I didn't, at the wrist. I didn't
0: know what I was doing. I didn't... He
1: looks like he's laughing. He's having too was, much fun. I was laughing. I was uh, laughing.
0: I think that was uh, Samuel Jordan took that. I think. Oh uh, yeah. Samuel. Yeah professional photographer yes yeah great and is that at your house uh so this is our house this is at our house yeah
1: those are your kids
0: uh no no um no these are just the local the local gang this is their her clients
1: getting their swole on getting getting swole what are the most difficult challenges of doctoring at the crossfit games
0: um are there any challenges Yeah, yeah, there's, um, (laughs) that's, I guess there's, you know, being ready for the action, being, you know, you never know where the action's coming from, Um, long hours, it's a long day, Um, dealing with, uh, I guess the biggest thing is keeping somebody out of competition who is there, wants to go full blast, full bore, and you know if they go in, they're going to hurt themselves more. That's mm-hmm. the worst. That's the toughest part. And that's what sports medicine do. But it's, you know, I like, I love these people. I, I think they're great. And, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a big fan. I, you know, I, I don't want to be a fanboy, but I'm a big fan of them. And, mm-hmm. and then getting to a point where I have to say, no, it's better if you don't. Because you're going to, you could hurt yourself more.
1: Does an individual athlete get pulled medically from the games every year?
0: Do, do they get pulled?
1: Yeah. Like um, every year you've been at the games, have you had to talk to one athlete or someone on the medical staff and say, your, de- your games are over? I don't think every year. Will. Not every year. No. Yeah, I, I, the only, the only person I can think of who had their, um, who was pulled and it wasn't an individual was, um, uh, Miranda.
0: Yeah. That was, that was a tough, uh, that was a tough one.
1: And, um, I'm no doctor, but the way they were trying to work around, it sounded like she shouldn't go on anyway. Like, Unless she was going to die the following day. Like her longevity and her life and her health is more important than that, you yeah, know, a yeah. So couple minutes she's, on the field.
0: She's posted about it and, and it's been out there. So, yeah, she tore her ACL. And um, and so the question is, if she goes back and lifts, would she do more damage to her knee? So, you know, I was I was showing videos of other people that had an ACL um, and what can happen, that you can tear other ligaments in your knee. and And that's a tough pill to swallow for anybody that's, and it's tougher on team because you have five other people who are mm-hmm. relying on and you. On. And,
1: and, and her, when you look at her face, like she's got good color, she's smiling, blah, blah. blah. And then you look at someone like Kara Webb who was, um, or Valerie Voberal in 2009 yeah. um, when she did that somersault over the finish line. Were you there for that?
0: Um, I saw that I wasn't there. I, I wasn't actually there. think Valerie did not that. come back
1: to the games. I think after that event she was out okay but but Car Webb came back hmm. and 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 I would you know as a non medical professional, I would have said she could have never come back but um and I would you know for looking from the outside, it looked like Miranda could go on, but those that's clear you can't tell just What's from looking diff- at the outside
0: no, and that's why you need you know uh, the exam the physical exam right. what we have is important.
1: are you involved in the drug testing at all no. That's a a separate division. Whole different group. Anytime I get near that room with like the drug testing. It's it's
0: the real deal. Yeah. It's, it's,
1: it's, it's it's like the rudest people are to me in my life the entire year. You know what I mean? You come next to the room and they're just like, get away from the room. Stand back. Dude, sir, do not come closer. I mean, it's some crazy shit. Do they try, uh, do they treat you like that too, even though you have a red shirt on?
0: uh no I, I know them and so i've got to know them um but it's it's like you know this is sacrosanct you can't have anybody come in there doing stuff i mean it is you know this is the real thing this is you know people are relying on them to not screw up this test and if somebody knocks over a specimen or whatever it's uh, you know they are they are tight
1: knocks over a specimen have you seen that happen no, like i be no, in a I'm cup just and saying, knocks one like, over
0: Come on, tell us. No, I've never seen it. Have I'm, you kicked over? Did you no. kick over Josh Bridges' teacup? <laughs> no, and they're and they're trying hard. Those guys, the poor guy, you know, they're dehydrated and they're trying hard. They're trying their their hardest to to make a make a specimen. It's, <laughs> tough. it's tough. I, I brought, feel bad for them. You know, they want to celebrate with their family and they're sitting there
1: like trying to squeeze something. Out. They they always seem like such good sports.
0: Afterwards, um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. These these athletes, that's the that's the thing I love about these guys. Like they're just so they're so gracious, they're so nice, they're appreciative of what the medical team does for them, and uh, and I I just I love doing it. People say, why do you travel to Carson? Why why do you go? I I love doing it. It's great.
1: I know you're an orthopedic surgeon, so if this is not your specialty and you don't want to even dabble in the conversation, I get it. If you do, fuck yeah. Um, we're releasing a documentary called the redeemed and the dominant. And in that yep. story, it's the CrossFit games this year. Yep. And, um, unfortunately, Ricky Garrard, yep. uh, a, a gentleman to work with. Um, he tested for some, something that was banned. I don't even know what it is. Damn, damn. Um, I had said one, I had told someone was steroids and they were like, no, no, it's not steroids. It's something else. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, and then in, in the documentary, in the preview, there's a line where Dave Castro says, our athletes cycling off before the games. Um, maybe. And afterwards, I spoke with Dave, and he's like, "Hey, man, like that—that that, you took that totally out of fucking context." And that it's like, I really don't—I f- I forget what he said, but that's kind of fucked. And I go, "Yeah, dude, it's a preview. It's to hype up the movie." And that being said, in Dave's defense, they're randomly testing these guys yeah. year round. Like, they all showed up at the Invitational this year, and they were all tested and surprised. Mm-hmm. And Dave posted something, or I think Rich posted, or Dave posted something recently that Dave surprised matt and rich yeah at their house at the, a couple months ago what was it the invitational
0: or something or the uh, i think
1: justin was, cookville he, he just, just showed up s- and, just showed up and yeah and i i um i would bet matt's life on it that none of those guys are on um <laughs> thanks <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. oh <hit> this matt <laughs> <laughs> that being said yeah this matt matt visual so, I don't know Matt Fraser enough to play with his life like that. Thank you. I'll, I'll scrape a compliment. Out <laughs> I'm of sure that. he'll be happy with that. <laughs> that being said, what what do you what do you think? Like, do you do you? So I'm a, yeah.
0: I I'm, at, I'm with Katrin every um, you know not every day, but I see Katrin at uh, CrossFit New England, and I just can't imagine her personality, that person that I know that I see in that gym for three hours, you know, risking it, you know, and not. I, I, number one I don't think she'd just do it anyway but I, I don't think she would risk the and that's just Catherine that's just me and, you know knowing her um is it out there? Yeah, it's out there. We know it's out there. Um are people getting around it? Probably.
1: You really think that they are? I mean the top level guys? Well, no, so but with this random testing, I mean Ricky hadn't been being random tested, but these guys like Rich and Matt and Dan. Yeah, no,
0: I don't I don't think those I mean guys they're
1: just are, being hammered.
0: I know. I know. Um, they, yeah, they're, they're being randomly tested throughout the year. People don't get that. People say, oh, they just get tested at the game. They are randomly tested throughout the year. You have to return the phone call within 24 hours yeah. and show up somewhere within 24 hours to get tested. It's. So.
1: Is there anything you can do that you know of to mask in 24 hours?
0: Yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't even get into this. I don't even. I, I heard I, you I just have to even, drink
1: two glasses of grapefruit juice and you're in the clear. I don't know.
2: <laughs> what, are, what are we in like high school right now trying to pass a drug test?
0: I don't. I don't. I don't know the. I don't know the have stuff. You, I don't want to know the have stuff. Have you
1: heard of anyone at the games using one of those fake penises? <laughs> have you seen those for testing? Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. For, what? Don't be crass. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how would you know if it's fake? <laughs> they just you you get the white one and you're a black guy or you get a black <laughs> one and the white guy. Just for fun. Or, or when you Kidding. shake it, when you shake it off, it comes off to the side.
2: Oh yeah, cuz there's someone watching you. Yeah, there's someone watching, watching you. Oh, yeah. that's right. They're wow, what a thankless job.
1: Yeah. And yeah. so I I have I've seen um they have, they have all a million different ways to try to to beat
0: the test and yeah. one of them is a fake penis. Yep.
1: But I basically
0: I've heard of a bag. You have a bag inside and uh...
1: I think Velner or someone told me—I can't remember—that they basically sit right across <laughs> from you. Yeah. Your pants have to be pulled down to your ankles, your pants and underwear, hmm. and they—and you're holding your penis. And wow, have you ever have you ever been drug tested? No, before? but if I were, I would like no hand it. You know what I mean. <laughs>
0: Just, <laughs> just, just, just trying trying to
1: up the level of
2: uh, challenge for the person administering the test. Just
1: so they're just kind of like, oh shit, this could get.
2: Sean, have you ever been drug tested? I'm sure you had to do, um, go into your profession, right?
0: Have I been drug tested? Mm, I don't think so. No.
1: Your work doesn't know. drug test you.
0: No. We get TB tested and hepatitis. So tested. you can dr-
1: you drive a fire truck and you need to get
2: drug tested, but yeah. <laughs> you open you open up somebody's chest to form surgery. And you're yeah, not... No,
0: I've never been drug tested. Huh. Wow. Hmm.
1: Is that is that normal? That's interesting. Doctors no, don't get drug tested? So, we yeah. have to ask Dr. Bob that. Yeah. Hmm. Madison over Carson, do you have an opinion?
0: Uh different. Okay. Um I I love Madison. I love the town. I like the yeah, I guess the homey, festival attitude and culture <laughs> and um heat was completely different and but people said that heat in Madison could be could be bad too. Um which
1: it wasn't last year. Mm, right, it was perfect yeah, it was, weather conditions. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah. it was fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, so yeah, no, I, I, you know, uh, I, I kind of like it. I like it. I That's think I do a,
2: too. Just, just purely, the Wi-Fi not, was the only issue. What? <laughs> That's one of the cameras. Do you words. have anything to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I. The fact that we didn't have to take a freeway to get to the venue was hands down made right. it worthwhile for
0: me. Right. 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 That no, was great. I loved it. I loved it.
1: In 2009, you didn't have pull-ups?
0: <laughs> so I was in the uh, Albany sectionals. I uh, enrolled in the Albany sectionals, and I came in last. I could, <laughs> anybody, and that was a fun, you could enter. You could be in the, you know, the, anybody could do it.
1: Uh-huh. This and is before I, we had the open.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I came in last. This teenager, like 16-year-old beat me for little, we were vying for less <laughs> and he beat me because he had pull-ups and I didn't pull-up so yeah I uh, I didn't I couldn't do a pull-up
1: and do you have pull-ups now yeah you didn't how did you not have pull-ups in 2009 were, were you too heavy or you hadn't worked so them? Did part of the reason
0: I stopped football was I uh, had my shoulder pop out that way so it went out the back during a game uh during a practice yeah it's and worst. um and so then I had surgery for the labrum, except instead of doing the, the reattachment, uh, it was trimmed out, taken out. So I have a little bit of looseness out the back. So every time I try to go up like this, my shoulder has a little weird feeling. So I actually do reverse uh, chin-ups. In hindsight, reverse grip. if you
1: were your surgeon, would you not have trimmed it out?
0: Well, so my surgeon you know, was a great surgeon, and, but back then they sort of didn't know that that's what should be done. And, uh, that what
1: should be done should to be left, reattach it to, to repair it as opposed to cut it out
0: yeah and so the only time it bothers me is with pull-ups and on my golf swing out the back it's uh, the shoulder can sometimes feel weird so i'm not gonna have surgery for it because i can i can adapt and you know ben bergeron came up to me at, after, at 2009 he goes we gotta do something about your pull-ups <laughs> he goes what about reverse grip i go can you do that he goes yeah you can do anything so so i actually cycle reverse chin-ups
1: oh wow no, that's kind of cool i've never seen that i'll show you okay
0: and, and, and what's your handicap go uh i would <laughs> i'm a better surgeon than a golfer <laughs> answer yeah i'm in the i'm in the mm-hmm. upper 90s Yeah. okay that's yeah, not, it's not bad. bad
1: is it is this a true statement it's good to avoid surgery at all
0: costs yeah i would say well Except if you have like a oh, uh, cool, there's Daggle, like a Daggle. Wow, yeah, this is the crew. Looks like it's a bowling dunk. pin. This is a Throwback Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the original gang. It's and it's funny too. The you know you have the uh, we call it like the family tree from CrossFit New England in, oh, uh, yeah. in Massachusetts, where you know gym owner, gym owner, you know it's all these people that sort of spread out. But there are some cases where you need surgery. You got to have surgery, like a quad tear, quad tendon tear. You can't walk, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, you don't want to avoid that surgery if you can't walk. Yeah, so it's.
1: I, rem- I remember reading that the half life of a surgical procedure. The half life. Mean, uh, hmm. uh, like uranium? Yes, like uranium. <laughs> is is basically is is that how I heard it presented? It was basically like seven years? No. Meaning that no? Well, it depends on what you are talking about. That basically every seven years, yeah. a surgery that they're doing today, yeah. Is not is not being done seven years from now.
0: Interesting.
1: Oh okay. And that it's and that it's um it, there's, becomes, there's always it becomes something new. It begins yeah, something new. Not only new, but maybe like something was being done wrong. Like like your what was cut out? Your labrum. The labrum. Like your labrum being cut out. Interesting. Have you ever heard that?
0: I've never heard that, that- description or an yeah
1: it's basically every seven years and so that that's why you don't want to have a surgery you don't want to have a surgery because in seven years they're gonna they're gonna either come up with something better or they're yeah, gonna prove it wrong but you
0: don't want to sit around in pain either no absolutely not you're right that's like that's, not
2: buying the newest iphone because it's gonna be great oh and, i don't know about <laughs> that man <Matt. laughs> i don't know about that that's
0: what i was trying to talk to my wife about the uh the electric cars i'm like this is like the 2000 and or nineteen, you know, seventy Texas instrument calculator. We gotta wait for it to get, you know. It was three hundred dollars to buy a calculator now, you know, you wanna get it when it's five dollars. And now it's a down. free download on an app. <laughs> yeah. right.
1: Right. There's a misconception that in CrossFit we only do kipping pull ups. Or that that is right, the, the right. CrossFit pull-up that we have we frown upon strict, strict pull-ups yeah, yeah. and we know that that's wrong. We do all the pull-ups. We do split grip. We do chin up. We do monkey grip. We do thumb over the bar. We do kipping. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we do it all. Yep. And more and more, if you talk to Greg and you have some, you know, which you have many times, um, he, I forget what he says, but he says basically before you even try the kipping pull-up, you should have ten strict pull-ups. I've heard him say that. That's, that's a good number. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you, what are your thoughts around around kipping?
0: So, yeah, I mean, the big issue with kipping is that you get into this position where you're putting pressure on the biceps and that you can get into issues if you are not strong enough that you're pulling back. Or the other issue is, you know, I I'll, I'll give seminars and lectures and I'll say, if here's your biceps and it's attached here and you're kipping and you're tired and you drop and you hang on, the biceps can pull up so that's how you get into problems um yeah so so number one is you got to be strong enough to do it and do it comfortably number two is if you're tired and fatigued whatever you do do not let your whole body weight be held up by your biceps just drop off the bar um, so I, I, those are the ways to prevent uh slap tears in my opinion
1: for me personally th- there's two ways to look at the kip some people use the kip to try to get their first pull up that doesn't seem. Yeah, I don't. Think that doesn't seem sure. like. That's not what I would do. I would. Yeah. I, you should have a strict pull up and a strict muscle up, and the kip should be just something that makes you more efficient at them once once you're proficient at them.
0: Yeah, you have to be. It looks like the muscle up, and he, you know, I love seeing some like the. Uh, what was it? The overhead press uh, guy tries to do a muscle up, doesn't have a pull up. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you have to be upper body strong enough to be able to do that. And I'm a big believer in in you know ring rows and then bands and banded pull-ups and just to get your, you know, just to get your biceps and your lats and everything strong enough to be able to do a strict unassisted strict and then kipping. Yeah.
1: To become the master of the muscle up like I've become. Really? Um I did tons of negatives. Okay. Tons of tons of negatives, basically. Ha- hold so just it. just holding and hold the dropping ring- down. Yeah, basically hold the rings low, jump up on top of them, yeah. and, and then slowly then just- lower myself uh-huh. to an L-sit sitting on the ground. Yeah, and yeah, then stand yeah. up. And then come down. From- yep, start from, from this position. Interesting. Yeah,
2: whenever we have muscle-ups in the workout at across the Santa Cruz, it's like those who have it go warm up, and then the others, it's a lot of negative work. Uh-huh. A lot of negative work. Actually, no, Eric, I just posted a video of me doing some pull-ups, and I kind of come to a dead hang here.
0: Let's see
2: it. Well, if we could look at it, maybe I'm hopefully I'm not compromising
1: anything.
0: Compromising your biceps.
1: Every time you post, you're compromising something. You're putting something at risk, Matt. I want to know if it's a minimal compromise. There, here, here this guy. Notice how in our group picture, you and I are standing on opposite ends. Yeah, I think you did that. <laughs> I, I asked you to take the picture. Oh,
0: here we go. <laughs> Whoa,
2: with weight. With yeah, it was no, it was an old .com workout, I think. So it's three weighted and then five strict nice tummy shirt thank you but i come to a dead stop during the uh right here in these oh. few times but so you dropped the way. weight that was yeah. good All i'm right. just saying is where where i'm hanging is there any compromise there
0: no so you're you're doing fine and yeah you're not dropping down and you know i'm worried about velocity and momentum you know mm-hmm. coming to a sudden complete complete stop
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think those are. It's but the no angle. Rep. It's the angle no of the rep. camera, man. No <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Jesus. Like yeah, like if you were fatigued and you dropped your whole body weight and you held your whole body weight up, hanging. Uh-huh. That's what I'm worried about.
2: Okay. All right. Feel um, better. That, yeah. What nanos are you wearing? Those are the uh, the seven and a halfs.
1: What nanos are you wearing, Sean?
0: These were from. Uh, the, what are they? I don't know. Are these sixes or points yeah, or sixes. How,
1: how did you get that worn out mark on the outside of your right foot?
0: That would be a rope climb. Aha! Yeah, that's right. That's I'd right. I'd know that if I did more. That's where I
1: stepped. Yeah, you're for... pretty good at rope climbs. Getting pretty better. Good. Getting better. Yeah. Doctor Sean, thank you.
0: Thank you. This was this was fun. Thanks I, for inviting yeah, me. Very yeah, informative. I am going. Very informative.
1: To, I'm going to look over three, two, one. Go, MD. I'm going to sit down with cool. Matt and um, critique it and All right. build a long list of questions. Sounds and then good. have you back out in between surgeries
0: yeah, I think they're gonna do another doctor seminar in April, maybe.
1: Okay. Can we talk about that at all? A little bit. Sure. The doctor seminar. Yeah,
2: I'm really not too sure. I I know that physicians, doctors are being are coming in for an L1 seminar at the ranch this weekend, right?
0: Correct. Yeah. So um, Greg invited uh, forty doctors for their. Actually, I think there's three of them scheduled right now Uh -uh. to go to the ranch to get their L1s. Um, And I, this was, I, had, I needed to renew, and they announced this. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I'd never been to the ranch. Rhonda had been to the ranch. Rhonda was on the team in 2009. Mm-hmm. So and most
1: so of the doctors definitely. have never had their L1. So for right. most of them, well, this a lot is of was their first time. How many yeah. of them are CrossFitters?
0: They're all CrossFitters. They're all CrossFitters. So yeah, cool. there's, there's a big... Uh, They're all attendees of affiliates. There's a, Yeah. Oh, rad. There's a big momentum now of... CrossFit and doctors and sort of doctors realizing that this this stuff actually works. Mm-hmm. And, you know, exercise, proper diet can do wonders for chronic disease. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the big push.
1: When, you, when you, you're, you're focused on, you're, I don't know if you're focused, I don't know much, I don't know anything about your practice, but you're around a lot of athletes. And so the people that you see who injure themselves they're usually athletes. It's mm-hmm. something that in their extracurricular activity, something went sideways. Mm-hmm. And before anyone says I knew it was dangerous, I knew it was dangerous, we all know, those of us who are healthy, and I would lump all four of us in that room that, that if you want to avoid cardiovascular disease, you're going to have to take some risk with orthopedic calamity. You have to get off the couch. Yeah, that's, yeah. You know what I mean? Exercising is right. a risk. Right, There's a risk yeah. to Unless you want to have a catheter, um, you're going to have to get off the couch. So... um that being said, mm-hmm. um, how most of the people who are having orthopedic issues—is mm-hmm. it from obesity? Is it from no,
0: no, no, no? I mean, there's, you know, you said there's athletes. I would say um, so. People with obesity, you know, if you just think about it from an arthritis point of view, you have more body weight coming down on that joint. And that's going to increase pain because there are nerve endings in that joint. So imagine carrying around. You know an extra 30 pounds of water on your back
1: i imagine carrying a 45 pound bag of dog food can i
0: imagine that yes put okay. that on your back <laughs> yeah and imagine what happens to your hips knees when you get rid of that and how that must feel it must feel better
1: so you do agree with me it's obese people that are the, the keeping you in business no <laughs> what about the people who are carrying two bags of dog food around
0: yeah that's putting more pressure on the joints um, and yeah, so there are people that come to me, they want the knee replacement. They want me to replace their knees or their hip. And, and I, I am a big believer in, you know, lose weight first. Okay. Try to get as good, you know, because say it does come to a hip replacement or a knee replacement. You've done everything. You're just going to feel better, number one. You're going to go through surgery better, number two. And your joint's going to last longer, number three. So the replacement isn't the answer. The answer has to come from other stuff.
1: We, we see over and over in here, especially as we, we deal more and more, more and more um, people with chronic disease and obese people are realizing that it's their lifestyle choices that got them into the predicament that they're in and that they can go to a CrossFit gym and hang with like-minded people and mm-hmm. slowly change their lifestyle practices. Mm-hmm. We see over and over people who say, oh, my back hurt or my knee hurt or my... They feel better. And they feel better. Mm-hmm. That's like one of the first things that they say. Yeah. And it's tough. Because you're hurting, so your body's saying, "Don't go in here and move." Right, right, right. But yet, that is—that's we you got them. You have yeah. to do that, right?
0: And if you just take the, the the guilt and the judgment away from it, you know, you just look at here are your numbers. You know, I don't—I'm not judging you. I'm not saying you have had a bad diet. I'm not saying you know you have made bad choice. It's just these are the facts. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to have a better BMI, and you know, so BMI is a very controversial topic because it's you know there's some. Very fit athletic dudes who have high BMI body mass index, but when it comes to obesity, we look at BMI, which is a body mass index there's surgeries that you need to have a low B, lower BMI to to go through well without the risk of infection yeah, I think I'm borderline obese I think I'm like twenty seven yeah. or something like that yeah. but yeah so your numbers your height weight numbers are probably your weight is probably on the higher side mm-hmm. the,
1: the good news is is those people in that condition They're in control.
0: You're in control of your own body.
1: Yeah, you you you're, you're the
0: driver. Yeah, you don't no ever have you,
1: you can you can I don't recommend it, but you could can cancel your medical insurance. Like the, your solution isn't going to the doctor. You're you're you should go to the doctor when you get hit by the car walking to the gym. Um until then, you're, the good news is you're like you're really, really in control. The good news is if you're 100 pounds overweight, you have joint pain. You can do
0: it. Yeah, you it's doable. all the first, it's ninety, the first 99 steps are totally like they're yours. I have people coming back to the office after I've told them to get their numbers down. They come back, they just made the appointment to thank. Me. They they don't want a joint replacement anymore. They just want to thank me.
1: That's, that's cool. sweet. Yeah, that's cool. Does Ben Bergeron give you a kickback if they go to the end? <laughs> <laughs> You gotta work that into the contract. That's right. there, That's right. people? there is a radiologist I know in California, um, central California, mm-hmm. who whose profession is being bogged down by people with chronic disease. Mm-hmm. Um a radiologist. Radiologist. I okay. think that's what he is. Yeah. Is that those are the guys who um look at x rays? Look at x rays. Yeah, he's always looking at x rays. MRIs too, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is your is your profession being bogged down by that? By people who are making bad lifestyle choices, making it so you can't get to people who have been in accidents as opposed to people who've spent yeah. No, it's yeah. not. You have time for everyone.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. No meat on the bone there. <laughs> I, I see. I see people. Yeah. I take new patients. People always say, "Are you taking new patients?" I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> so, so primary cares will have a number of people, and they'll they'll be their number of people. But specialists or orthopedics are always seeing new patients.
1: Right. <laughs> he 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 was also saying that the M, oh, and I've had an MRI before. I think is that the one where you get in like this and it makes a lot of noise and they send you in yeah, and, that. and they give you a panic switch. <laughs> God, it's horrible. And the
2: music. Yeah. I'm claustrophobic. I can't uh, handle it.
0: Don't ever listen to comedy on the headphones that they give you because <laughs> you'll start laughing yeah. and you start moving. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I listened to a great Seinfeld. I was like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm a, I'm five five 160 pounds and I barely fit in that machine. What
0: do you mean? Yeah.
1: How? Oh, you mean just.
0: Just yeah, the, I'm, oh, I'm sh- yeah, I'm
1: shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, tight. my nose is it's a tight. little bigger than normal, but I'm thinking <laughs> if I was five ten, two hundred
0: five. It's yeah.
1: But what it's if tight. I was three hundred pounds? Am
0: I going in there? They have open MRIs, open machines. No shit. What? Yeah. yeah. So they're they're instead what? of instead of the tube, uh-huh. the quality of the image isn't as good. So that's the problem. The quality of the of you know because the magnet cannot be around you uh-huh. it's it's sort of a uh, on top and to the left of you and the, so there's a little opening off to is the that
1: side. designed for larger people
0: it's designed for people with claustrophobia oh yeah. okay which is about 10 percent. about 10 percent of people have some issues
1: i don't have claustrophobia and it was i had an absolute panic attack in there yeah yeah but i didn't i didn't squeeze the button i just <laughs> you just i just
0: breathed yeah mm-hmm. so yeah.
2: it's
1: it's like 20 30 minutes long right
0: uh, it can more. be longer yeah. I actually it fell asleep can be that
2: Yeah I fell asleep too and It was classical music And
1: mm-hmm. I dozed right off mm-hmm. I got no music I just got like jackhammer Go 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 <laughs> go 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 go, go, go. <laughs> Alright thank you very much Shall we Thank you
2: Land the plane Eric